Good morning. I'm really glad to be with you today because we're talking about the Beatitudes. And this is the way of life that leads to peace. In episode 19 of Mornings in the Spirit with Doug, we finished up Blessed are the Peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. And I, I, just, I just felt like, man, there's so much more here. And I, I just have to develop a course on the Beatitudes. So I'm going to do that. But in the meantime, I want to finish, I want to finish up the Beatitudes. I want to read uh, as a concluding uh, way of looking at the Beatitudes. I want to read the, the full Beatitude part, verses 3, just verses 3 through 10, not 11 and 12, but just 3 through 10. So listen to Jesus. Uh, come apart in the Spirit and be in the Spirit as you listen to the eternal Word become flesh. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful. For they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, because of righteousness. I was thinking of the King James. Uh, persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So it starts out, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then ends, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And that's no accident. Jesus was definitely intending to bracket that, that whole beatitude peace. And for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I'm going to say more in episode 21 and maybe even 22 about the persecuted because of righteousness. But I want to show how that links in with all of the other Beatitudes. When I first read the Beatitudes as a teenager, I, I thought, you know, this persecution stuff, um, I don't know about that. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to be persecuted. I mean, there are lots of bad things that can happen when you're, when you're persecuted. Uh, and blessed are the persecuted? Nah, I I just am not sure I buy that. I mean, even though I believed in Jesus, 
you know, blessed are those who are persecuted. I, I, I don't wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I, I hope that today brings persecution to me. Um, it's just not something we, we seek out, I don't think. But it is nonetheless something that comes to us as we proceed along in the Spirit. Because you see, the Spirit is, and I know you know this, I'm speaking to the choir, so to speak, but the Spirit is in active warfare with the prince of the power of the air, with the prince of demons, with the father of all lies and the father of violence and the father of evil. He is at war with principalities and powers, uh, things present, things to come. He is in war with the spiritual forces of evil. Now, when he came to the earth, the spiritual warfare took on a physical element that actually ended in his death. So, it you know, it, it brought persecution to his life, physical persecution that had uh, a spiritual depth to it. And so the Beatitudes, living, living the Beatitudes, not just believing the Beatitudes, and oh, they seem so sugar, sugary sweet when you say them and when you memorize them. I probably memorized them three or four times. And But to live out the Beatitudes is to invite spiritual warfare into your life. Now we know that greater is he that is in the world. I'm sorry, I got that one wrong, didn't I? Uh, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. All right. But nonetheless, during our time in the flesh, we are going to have times of persecution because of living the lifestyle of the Beatitudes. Think about this a minute. Blessed are the poor in spirit. This is completely opposite of the world, folks. Poor in spirit. No, the world, you know, is, is a toot-your-own-horn place. The world is a lookout for number one first. The, the world is uh, against poverty of any kind. And in fact, Jesus in another place said, blessed are the poor. Blessed are the poor. And it seems to me that blessed are the poor, you know you need God. And folks, the world refuses to live that way. They don't need anybody but their own country, their own army or navy, 
their own political system, but they do not need the Lord. They do not need the kingdom of heaven. They need the kingdom in the earth. And having the kingdom in the earth and being poor in spirit are contrary to one another. You know that, all right? Uh, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. We believe, we hope, we have faith that even though we mourn, we do not mourn as the world. We mourn with the hope of being comforted. We mourn with the hope of being heard by the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our affliction. This is not honored by the world. They may want to be comforted, but they they don't have any real hope of comfort. They want the redemption of the body, but they don't want to live in such a way that they are in a state of grace. So those of us who mourn in hope of comfort we will find ourselves opposed by those who do not mourn in comfort. Blessed are the meek. I don't think I have to dwell on this a whole lot because meekness is associated with weakness. I grew up in an era of time when not just my dad, but just about every dad I I knew. I mean, we we had, as a nation, had come out of uh, World War II, and one of the qualities in boys that was admired was not meekness. It was a bravado. It was a uh, hyper confidence. Uh, I've I've spoken of that time as a senior in high school, or maybe it was a junior, I don't know, uh, where I saw a picture uh, in the newspaper of me uh, in a track uniform with track spikes over my shoulder and waving at the cameraman, at the reporter. And in the write-up, it says, Tireless Chuck Schoff. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. My head became three or four times the size of of what it really was. And meekness was not a quality that was honored. But meekness is a quality that Jesus said will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. The world lusts after its passions, and they do not understand 
hungering and thirsting for righteousness. And anybody who hungers and thirsts for righteousness will certainly stand opposed by the world. We don't even need to we don't even need to say anything to them about their actions because our actions, our desire to live a righteous life is in fact a judgment against them. At one point in the persecution of Jesus, uh, they were, uh, you know, telling him he was of the devil and all this stuff. And Jesus said something that, well, whatever he says is profound. But he said, which of you convicts me of sin? Jesus, you know, if his idea coming to earth was to win friends and influence people and to gather great multitudes about him, this guy sure knew how to thin out a crowd because he said, which one among you convicts me of sin? And what he was saying to them from their perspective is I am judging you. My life is judging you. Hmm. I could easily convict you of sin. And in fact, when in the story of the woman caught in adultery, he, uh, he was writing on the ground, he was probably, uh, probably writing out different sins. At least that's what I think he was doing. And they were different sins that would convict the ones who were ready to throw the stones at this woman caught in adultery. And here Jesus was inviting the Pharisees to convict him of sin, and they could not, because he hungered and thirsted after righteousness. Of course, they killed him later on. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Turn your, you know, somebody hits you on the right cheek. Turn to him the other also. If someone takes your coat, give him your cloak. If somebody asks you to go one mile, go with him too. Oh my goodness. How countercultural is that? Being merciful. Even Peter said, Lord, how often should I forgive my brother? Seven times? And Jesus said, not seven times. But surely I tell you 77 times. Or in another translation, 70 times seven. Folks, being merciful hmm, is seen as being weak. But when in actuality, being merciful it's the best defense we have against judgment. Because if we are merciful, we will be shown mercy. But we will not be shown mercy by the world. We will not be shown mercy by the prince of the power of the air, the, of the kingdom of darkness. Blessed are the pure in heart. Come on, man. I'll tell you what, 
I traveled the world in the Navy. Well, I traveled Asia in the Navy. I was with every kind of human being that I can think of upon those ships. Some were very good, some were not so good. I knew some who were exactly opposite of the pure in heart. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Where do the things of evil come? Out of our mouth or out of our hands? No, they, they come from the heart. And so if we really want righteous actions to be ours, then we must allow the blood of Christ, the spirit of the living God, to cleanse and purify our hearts. Because then we shall see God. Seeing God without a pure heart. <laughs> oh man. Who can stand? Who can stand before a holy God without a pure heart? Blessed are the peacemakers. Now I'll tell you what. I've learned many things in my life about making peace. And one thing I've learned is if you do it wrong, sometimes, sometimes, even if you do it right, and you stand between those who are in conflict, oftentimes they will turn their bitterness towards you. Have you ever suffered persecution, in quotes, air quotes, have you ever suffered persecution because you strove, you, you were striving to, to make peace between two people or two groups who did not want peace? One time I told an old elder in a church who was uh, complaining for the umpteenth time about his fellow's I said, it just seems to me, Schmuckatelli, that you would rather win than to loosen up your grips on your position. You would rather win and tear the church apart. And he looked at me in a kind of an odd grin came to his face and he said something like Pastor Doug you hit the nail on the head I do want to win and I want them to lose well in that particular church I was eventually fired, fired for trying to make peace between people who did not want peace. Jesus was killed and he was the Prince of Peace. Paul sought time and again, time and again to make peace, to make reconciliation between the Jewish church 
and the Gentile church, between men and between women, between factions within churches. And sometimes he succeeded, and sometimes, sometimes he landed in prison. And so that's the persecution aspect. Why are we blessed if we are persecuted? Hey, that's a, that's a no-brainer because we are persecuted because we live out the Beatitudes in a time of warfare, in a time where the prince of the power of the air is completely and totally 180 degrees away from the Beatitudes. And every one of his children, every one, has no love of the Beatitudes. These Beatitudes do not speak of a blessedness to the ones who are in the kingdom of darkness. And therefore, when we live that out, at times, we will suffer because of it, at the hands, at the mouths, at the actions of those who belong to the prince of the power of the air, even when sometimes those people are church members. Wow. Okay, so the point is that Paul once said, and I close with this, Paul once said that uh, he, he takes joy in the persecutions. In fact, he even bragged, gave a whole list of the times that he was persecuted and the ways in which he was persecuted. And he said, I rejoice, I rejoice because he is found worthy to suffer in the name of Christ. Peter and uh, John even said that after they had uh, been released from prison and from the trial of the Sanhedrin. And they went about and they said that they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer in the name of Christ. So, uh, I pray for each one of you and I pray for myself that we might know what it is to have joy in living out these Beatitudes, knowing that we are at warfare with the ones who do not, with the ones who follow the prince of the power of the air, who now lives in the children of disobedience. Because you know what? The things that we suffer upon the earth are not worth comparing to the glory that shall be revealed in us. Amen? Amen. Hey, we'll see you. Uh, well, not see you. I get, keep getting into that. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. I look forward to it in episode 21. Bye for now.